Hello, you guys. Happy Wednesday, and welcome back to another episode of What's Stopping You. I'm your host, Kelsey Jones, and I'm so excited to be sharing this week's episode with you guys because some major life developments have happened since last week's episode, and I'm just so excited to share them with you guys and let you guys into what has been happening. This week has been a roller coaster of so many emotions, so much fear, so much excitement, so much anticipation, so, so, so many emotions, and I'm so excited to share with you guys two things. First off, that I have graduated from the University of Texas at Austin. I've been talking about this literally since I started this podcast a year and a half ago, and it is finally here. I walked the stage. I had an in-person graduation And it was honestly such a great experience just being able to have my family there. I'm so, so grateful that COVID didn't ruin my graduation. It's kind of ironic too. I guess we'll go ahead and just dive into this part real quick. It's kind of ironic too that I actually almost planned to graduate a year early. So I would have graduated if I had really planned and like committed to the graduating year early. I would have graduated, you know, May 2020 when the pandemic was in like full, full swing. So honestly, so grateful that I changed my mind and didn't do that because I was able to have a near normal graduation and it was such a great, great afternoon. Honestly, it was actually a two day situation, but I spent it with my family and we had you know a dinner it was awesome we celebrated i hung out with some of my sorority sisters it was just such such a great weekend but that happened and then also literally on the exact same day i drum roll please accepted a job offer in new york city ah i am so so excited to share that You guys, I don't know if you know how hard I have been working on this for the past three months. I have been literally heads down grinding every second of my free time. I was networking. I was applying to jobs. I was writing cover letters. I was sending my resume. I was just like honestly in full grind mode for three months looking for a job and I just cannot believe that the day that I graduated college, I accepted and signed on an offer. I did actually get the offer a few days before. It was like the Wednesday before, Um, but I was able to negotiate and get a bit of a better deal in my opinion. So I'm super excited to share that. And I, yeah, like I said, I've just been experienced experiencing such a roller coaster of emotions mainly excitement but also like I was super nervous there going into my first negotiation for a job and then also just like nervous to start nervous to you know get moving on actually moving to New York City obviously I have not made any set in stone plans because I didn't have a job but now that I have a job I can start thinking about it so that is hopefully on the horizon but yeah those are two extremely exciting life updates that happened in the exact same day it was 
honestly like a life-changing day it still feels surreal it doesn't even feel like it's hit me yet but I'm so excited to share more about the job and you know how I went through that whole process of finding a job post-grad and I'm so so grateful that I even can say that I got a job post-grad I know right now is like the job market is just not it. It's like slowly recovering from COVID and I just count my blessings. Like I know how privileged I am to have gotten a job literally right out of college. And so, yeah, I just wanted to say that. But if you guys want to hear more about the process of me getting a job, especially if you are currently looking for a job, whether you're just post-grad like me or if you, you know, have been in a job for a while but you're about to go back into the job search because you want to find something else or you're moving or whatever it is, let me know. I will totally make an episode all about that because I feel like I have some pretty good advice. I went through a lot of ups and downs and I just have some wisdom to share on that. But today I really just wanted to kind of get nostalgic with you guys and talk to you all about my college experience and If you are currently not in college, if you're super far removed from college, um, don't just close the podcast and delete it yet. I don't think that this is necessarily a podcast for people like looking to find what college they want to go to. So I wouldn't say that this podcast is necessarily for the bright-eyed and bushy-tailed 18-year-olds who want to, you know, figure out where they're going to college. There will be some like obviously logistics in there that might, if that is you, help you along your way. But I really just want to share kind of my experience, some of the things I've learned, reflect on it. And then also you guys were asking for some advice and um, had some questions just about my experience that I'm going to share at the end so again this is going to be kind of more about me and just like how college has really changed my life and just how this experience has been a part of my life story so if you guys are interested please keep listening but yeah I just wanted to put that disclaimer out there that this is not just like me selling you on going to the University of Texas it's more about just sharing my story and my experience. But first, I, of course, always want to do this week's midweek motivation, and this week's midweek motivation is either for the people that are trying to get into college or go to college soon, or if you are a recent grad or like semi-recent grad and you're just feeling discouraged about your degree or the college that you went to, and I just want to say that through this whole process of finding a job and kind of transitioning from graduating from college I just want to share this word of encouragement by saying that where you go to college really doesn't matter at the end of the day all that really matters is what you learn and the skill set that you attain from it so I personally went to you know the University of Texas and it's a state school so it's not like some fancy private school that's like super prestigious or anything like that like it is well known as a good school but it's not like you know going to Harvard or I you know studied in what they would call the arts so it's not like going to some fancy art school like SVA or um, SCAD or something like that if you don't know what those are don't worry about it but um, it's not like some prestigious art school and it is like a pretty well-known school just in general because it is so big and it's one of the best schools in Texas but I just want to say that like where you go to school at the end of the day doesn't matter it depends on 
really what you get out of it and so obviously if you're in college right now and you feel like you're going to a school that has no prestige and you're not getting much out of it then maybe it matters what school you go to because if you feel like you're not getting your fair end of the deal in terms of like you're paying a lot of tuition and you don't feel like you're getting a lot out of it like that's a problem but just feeling like if you didn't go to a super prestigious school but you got a great education you feel like you learned a lot like the name of your school on your resume really does not matter uh, at the end of the day in my opinion because as I've gone through this job search I've interviewed with so many people who have gone to so many different schools small ones large ones prestigious ones ones I've never heard of ones in different countries all of these things and at the end of the day like a lot of these people that I've been talking to are extremely successful extremely well known extremely just good at what they do and at the end of the day like I said it does not matter where you go to school it matters what you get out of it and so I'm a firm believer in that so if you are trying to decide what college to go to don't just go where you'll get you know the prestige of the big name figure out what is the best um, program for what you want to study and where you can get the most bang for your buck in terms of getting real applicable skills out of your end of the deal because at the end of the day you're paying a lot of tuition Oh my gosh, I said at the end of the day so many times, but that's my midweek motivation for you guys. I just wanted to let you guys know that I really believe that you can go to school anywhere and get a great education. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and just dive into some logistics. So if you're trying to go to college, this might be the most helpful part. And then the rest of the episode is just going to be the uh, kind of my experience portion of the podcast so first off people ask me all the time like why did I decide to go to UT and so I had a couple reasons why I decided to go to UT one primarily is I'm actually from Austin Texas and both my parents went to UT so it was kind of just always on my radar I grew up watching Texas football and I am a Texas girl like it just I'm sure you can understand like it just makes sense that it was always on my radar and when it came time to go to college I was not really ready to go to some really far away out of state school I don't feel like it was the right time for me I wasn't ready to spread my wings and expand that far as well as money was the other situation Um, I'm so so grateful that my parents completely paid my way through college so I will be coming out of college debt-free which is literally the biggest I think I saw this actually like the biggest indicator of financial success is how much debt you're in when you get out of college and I'm zero debt and so I'm just so so grateful that I was able to do that but I was really only able to do that because I went to an in-state school and so as I was doing my search for schools I did look at other private schools but Ultimately, it just seemed like going to the University of Texas, one, they had a great design program, which is what I studied, and it was the best price, and I always kind of wanted to go there because of, you know, the environment and the football and the social life and being in downtown Austin. Like, a lot of things really aligned for me, and like, even though I'm super close to home, that wasn't necessarily the goal, is just to be as close to home as possible. It just happens that the school is about 20 minutes away or 30 minutes away from where my parents live but I just knew like everything about the school made sense like all the criteria that I wanted in a school was 
kind of checked off by UT and so that's why I decided to end up going to UT. Now getting accepted into UT was kind of a twofold story. So first off I applied just to get into the school. So how it kind of works is depending on what your degree is. Now I don't know if this stands for every single degree, but depending on what your degree is, mine was design, you have to apply to get into the college itself, like the entire university, and then you have to apply to get into the program. So I had a twofold application, one being just getting into the UT as a whole, like in their school of undergraduate studies, and then the second application was to get into the design program, which was super competitive, super rigorous, They'd only accept about 30 people every single year out of hundreds and hundreds. So it was a pretty low chance that I would get in, but I, you know, obviously went for it. And so because I was in state and I had good grades in high school, I was actually automatically accepted into the university, the undergraduate university, just upon applying and like finishing my application I was just automatically in I think you have to be in the top six or seven percent I don't know what it is now but back whenever I was applying to school you had to be in the top six or seven percent to get into UT and I made that cut off so I the and by top six or seven percent I mean top six or seven percent of your high school graduating class so I was part of that cut off and I was able to just automatically get in but I still had to apply to get into the design program so it would have been totally possible for me to get into the school but not get into my program and then I might have had to reconsider my entire choice of college and I did apply to other colleges but this was the one that I really really wanted and I got into the university like right when I applied obviously probably like in December or November or something like that. I remember it being kind of around Thanksgiving time. I had like put off my application because I knew I was going to get into the university just because I knew I was automatic admission, but I didn't know about the design program. So I got into the university around November and then I think I had to wait until about March or April, maybe March. I feel, For some reason, I really feel like it was March, March or April of the next year year to actually be accepted into the design program and I had no idea if I was actually going to get in or not and so I ended up getting accepted into the design program my freshman year and that was kind of the day that I knew like I was going to UT like I really wanted to go beforehand but I needed that design program acceptance in order to you know fully put down my deposit say I'm ready to pay tuition let's go And so I remember like the day that I got into the design degree, I was actually, it was crazy. I was in my graphic design class. So I took a graphic design class every single year of high school because I knew I wanted to be a designer from a very young age. And so I actually remember vividly that every single day I would go to design class and I would check my portal or whatever that would tell you if you were accepted or not. I would check it every single day. And I just remember one day I pulled it up and I was just like, oh, I'm sure my application is still in process. Like, I don't know that anything, you know, it's just like, you know, habitual at that point. You just check it every day. And I just had no expectation that the day that it happened would be the day. 
So I remember opening up my little portal to see if my application had, you know, gone any further. And there it was. It said I had been accepted to the program. And I remember just like freaking out inside because I was in design class. And I I loved that teacher to death. Like she was awesome. She let me, you know, I like started crying. I, you know, went out into the hall and called my mom. Like she let me do literally whatever I wanted the rest of class because it was such an exciting moment. And so that was the moment that I was ready to accept and decided, you know what, I'm going to UT, I'm committing, and this is what we're going to do. So that was kind of my acceptance story. It was really exciting, um, very suspenseful because like I knew I was into the university, but I didn't know for months if I was into the program. So that was very stressful, but ultimately it all worked out in my favor, and that's kind of how I got into UT. And so as for like logistics of how I actually got in, one first off was you know having that top seven percent we'll say cut off and that was one of the logistics of how I got in the other thing is that I did have a pretty good portfolio so in order to get into the design program I had to submit a portfolio just like I do now when I would submit portfolios for jobs and it was just a lot of work from art classes I had been taking art classes all four years of high school um and work from my design class and I think that really put me at an advantage because my portfolio had a lot of work in it because I had done so much work in high school and not a lot of high schools offer so many art classes so many design classes stuff like that like it's very rare and so I was just really grateful to have been able to go to a high school like that I actually transferred high schools in order to go to this specific high school because I even knew back in middle school that I wanted to do design that's a whole another story but I started doing design when I was like 11 or 12 and I've been hooked on it ever since and so I transferred high schools without even going to the high school I was supposed to go to I transferred high schools to a more arts focused high school and I think that was a huge part of me getting into UT in this program was that I was just well equipped and well prepared probably far more than a lot of other applicants so yeah that was kind of logistically how I got in I didn't even have to submit my SAT I don't even think Um, or maybe I did but it didn't matter Um, or my GPA like none of that mattered because I was at that top seven percent cutoff Um, and then getting into the program itself I don't think your grades mattered at all it just mattered about your portfolio and your talent and stuff like that so that was how logistically I got in and then the last thing I'm going to share with you guys is just kind of a cost breakdown so how much does it actually cost to go to UT I went to UT partially I didn't really explore outside of Texas because of how much out-of-state tuition costs so my sister is actually a year older than me and so she went to college for a year before I was in college and she went to school out of state and I just saw how ridiculously expensive it was and she had to take out loans and all of that and I was like you know what that's just not something I want for me so it was kind of a thing that I had like agreed on like subconsciously like it wasn't really worth it to me to go out of state and take on all of these loans so I was grateful to get into a really good school for a really quote-unquote good price so for my degree specifically the cost per semester was $5,815 or about almost $12,000 for a whole year like $1,160 or what is that 
11,600. Um, that's approximately how much it costs for an entire year. And if you know anything about college tuition, like that's pretty much as good as it's going to get. And so to me, like it was a no brainer to go to a school that was one of the cheapest because it is a public institution, one of the best. And I had gotten into the design program, which was pretty, pretty selective. So all of those stars kind of aligned and it made financial and logistical sense to go to the University of Texas. So that's why I decided to go. Now, I want to talk just a little bit about my experience and then really just try to get into the reflections. I know that took a hot second, but you know, it's a good story of like how I got in and why I decided to choose this university. Now, my experience at UT in one word was just incredible. I would not take it back. I would not have changed schools. I do not regret any part of it. I I think I said this in another podcast, like if I had to choose going to college somewhere right now, would I choose UT? No, but for all intents and purposes at that time in my life, it was perfect. It made sense and I've completely changed as a person. So of course I wouldn't want the same things that I wanted when I was 18, but overall I have no regrets about attending this university, getting this degree and all of that. So as for what degree I actually got, my technical degree is a bachelor of fine arts in design. Plus I got a business minor as well. And so I was super, super involved in school. I was very a very good student. I did not skip class. I know a lot of people in college, I mean, of course I did skip class actually now that I think about it, but not, not like often. I know a lot of people in college see this as their first taste of freedom and then they just skip class and like don't care. But like for me, it just made no sense for my parents to be spending so much money for me not to take it seriously. So I really tried to dive in head first. So I got involved in a lot of things in college and the most important and pivotal thing was my sorority. So I am now an alumni, oh my gosh, of Alpha Delta Pi and that is a Panhellenic sorority and it was totally the best choice I ever made in college. Like I will say that for the rest of my life because it brought me so many friends, so many connections, so much mentorship, so many leadership opportunities, so many ways to get involved, so many ways to meet people even outside of my organization just because of how connected we are with even other organizations beyond just Panhellenic organizations. It got me involved in philanthropy. It got me just so immersed in college life so quickly and that was a blessing because I saw other people who didn't find a group and like even if Greek life is not for you like I hope you find a group that satisfies those same things or you did find a group that satisfies those same things because it really changes your entire college experience and for the better because I did see so many people who even after freshman year they hadn't found their place yet and I just know that me finding my place freshman year was just so so pivotal to me feeling at home, feeling like I could be a success and feeling, you know, driven to achieve. And so I just know like being involved in Greek life was absolutely the best choice for me. Maybe not for everybody, but for me, it really, really changed the game. And I have no, no regrets about that at all. And then 
other things I was involved in, I was involved in like Greek honor society just because I did get really good grades and I wanted to be a leader in the Greek community. Um, Another thing that I really was a huge part of for many, many years in college was Spark Magazine, which is an on-campus magazine that is all about fashion and individuality. So it's completely run by students and it's just like a 200-page magazine full of creatives. So people are hair and makeup artists, models, um, photographers, writers, all of these things. And it's just a big book of stories and photos and stuff that people put together every single semester. And I served on the layout team and as the layout director for about, I don't know, it was like almost three years. And that was such a great experience because it was very different than being in Greek life. And I just love that I was able to kind of experience a lot of different kinds of people, a lot of different cultures, a lot of different ideas. And that was just such a great learning experience for me as well. And I was so glad I was able to be a part of that. So I did that for a while, as well as I started working in college pretty much since the beginning of 2019 until now i've been working non-stop throughout college of course before that i did work over the summers but i wasn't starting off college with a job and i don't think i needed to nor do i think you should unless you know you financially have to but i remember like spring of 2019 i was a sophomore in college and i got an internship and that really kind of sparked me on this journey to grow up and figure out what I want to do and like move forward in my life and it was just great being surrounded by real adults for once and it really just pushed me in so so many ways and so that was another big part of my college experience that not everybody does like not everybody has like a bunch of internships and is just really immersed in corporate work life that early in college and so I remember like being in college and like Probably by the end of 2019, before I started this podcast, that was a time in my life where I really felt like I became like an outsider. And this is kind of getting into the reflections on college. But I remember like the first two years of college, like I felt like a total insider. Like I was in the sorority, I was doing classes, I was involved on campus, I was, you know, meeting so many people. I was college Kelsey, like I was fully college Kelsey. And then when I started doing all these internships and like moving towards thinking about the next chapter of my life and getting the internships and working and doing all these things that, of course there were some people doing these, things but not everybody not all my friends were working not all of my friends really cared about anything beyond just immersing themselves in college and I'm not saying that I was right for doing that and they were wrong like everybody's experience and journey is different but for me like it was huge in terms of me turning into the person I am today because I began to be surrounded by all these adults that had awesome drive and ambition and vision and like they just worked so hard and I just admired so many things about them and I was like you know what I want to be more like that I want to be more like the girl who gets up at 7 a.m and like takes a spin class and goes to work and then comes home and then goes to happy hour with friends and like you know all of these things like I started to see so many different lifestyles that could be lived because everybody when you walk into an office yeah maybe you're doing the same thing over and over again you know at work but when you step outside the office all these people have such 
varied and distinct lives and I loved learning about how everybody lived versus you know in college basically everybody has the same life like you go to college you go to classes you party and you do homework like it's all the same and so I just loved getting all of these varied experiences and like kind of stepping into the mature version of myself and so that's kind of where a lot of the vision for this podcast started was by starting working in college and so if you're in college right now and you feel like you're kind of stuck I would maybe encourage you to find a job or find something you're passionate about and just work on that because when you see other people doing really cool things around you like it's so motivating for you to get there yourself no matter how old you are and so Those were kind of the things that I did in college. I wanted to share real quickly like my favorite classes because I'm sure you guys are probably curious. So I actually had two favorite classes and none of them were design classes because design classes, I will say if you're trying to get a design degree, let me just tell you, it's not really fun. Like it's really not. Um, It's grueling. It's exhausting. I remember I went every single week to my classes were three hour time blocks twice a week. So I would get three hours of credit for going to class six hours a week per class. And I would sometimes take up to three classes like that a semester. So I was like in class 18 hours a week to get nine hours of credit. Like, doesn't that sound awful? So yeah, I will say uh, it was so worth it for me to get the degree, but I didn't necessarily enjoy the work that I was doing because it was just so grueling. But two of my favorite classes actually happened to be unrelated. Um, One was finance class. I really, really loved finance class. I love learning about investing. I love learning about just how money works. I like understanding how to plan your finances, all of those things. That was such a worthwhile class, so applicable to my life today. And then another one of my classes, which I actually had my teacher on the podcast about a year ago, um, the other podcast I, the other podcast, the other class I loved was African-American history. And I think I just love that class because it was so eye-opening and it was a topic that I just did not know anything about like I have only understood African-American history from a U.S. history point of view instead of just the African-American experience point of view or black point of view and so it was just such a refreshing and new perspective and that was one thing I loved about that class is just learning something radically new and my teacher was very charismatic. If you haven't listened to the episode, it's with Dr. Ashley Farmer. It was last summer. I can link it. But yeah, it was such a great time. So those were my two favorite classes in college. And so I kind of want to reflect a little bit on the college experience. And then I'm going to quickly answer a couple of you guys' questions. I know this podcast is already getting long, but It's just so fun for me to reminisce on all the stories and experiences and just how it all has kind of brought me to where I am today, which is insane that I'll be moving to New York so soon. But um, yeah, just reflecting on college, it was such a transformative time in my life. And like people who've known me since the beginning of college to now, like can firmly say like the Kelsey they see now is not the Kelsey they met four years ago. And I am so proud of that. And I'm so excited to see where I will be in four years like another four years I really grew as a person I grew in confidence I grew in you know direction I grew in 
vision. I grew in all of these areas that some people are still struggling to grow in now. And that is the whole point of my podcast is like, I've transformed so much even in the past two years. And I want to share that with you guys because I want you guys to believe that you have that power as well. And so, yeah, college Like I said, I wouldn't take anything back or I wouldn't change anything because it wouldn't have allowed me to get to where I am now. And I'm so, so grateful for that. So yeah, going back to just reflecting on it, it was totally the right choice for me and it was everything I was looking for. It was, you know, a big school in a big city. I loved being at a big school. I know it's not for everybody, um, but for me, it was just the greatest opportunity to meet so many different people and to have so many opportunities to be involved and I know I just wouldn't have had that same feeling if I went to a smaller school and I didn't feel like I needed you know really personalized education or necessarily a I don't know, a a small tight-knit group. That's not necessarily what I was looking for. I was looking for diversity of experience and I wanted, you know, to go to the tailgates and to have a bunch of friends and to meet a lot of people and to have football and, you know, all of these different things that make up going to this college. Like, that entire experience was exactly what I was looking for. So for me, it was perfect and it was definitely the right place and for me like being in a city is so so important just as you can probably guess with I'm moving to the biggest city in is it the world no it's probably not the biggest city in the world has it's one of the biggest cities in the world the biggest city in the U.S. whatever but yeah it was definitely perfect but I will say the only one thing that is the downside about going to UT is just how expensive it is to live in a big city. And I'm sure if you live in another big city and go to a school with a similar like vibe, like a giant school in a big city, you can relate. Like it is so, so expensive. Living in Austin, Texas, I think my cost of living was like two times more expensive than the tuition. So it was, you know, an expensive tuition but I had to pay double that just to live to get that education so that is one downside uh it is so expensive to live in Austin but I feel like that's a a pretty common experience for other people living in big cities so just know if you are looking for a college in a big city that the cost of living is extremely high and something to be factored in All right, you guys, we are nearing the end. Um, I just want to answer a couple of you guys' questions really, really fast um, because y'all wanted some advice or just wanted to know some more moments in my college experience. So yeah, let me go ahead and share those with you guys. So the first one is kind of just asking how did I stay motivated during senior year, especially in the home stretch at the end? This is a great question because I don't really know the answer. I think it was just knowing I had something to look forward to. And yeah, just knowing that I knew I wanted to move to New York City. I knew it was going to happen and I knew that I was going to get a job and it was going to work out. Like just having that belief in myself that the next step is coming was really what got me through. And I don't talk a ton about my personal life on here just because I of course don't want to put everything out on the internet but this semester was one of the hardest times in my life like one of the most painful and terrible 
and yet beautiful times in my life. Like I try to always see the silver lining with things and it wasn't just hard because of school. It was hard because of a lot going on in my life beyond school. And so I think just knowing I have something to look forward to and something good will come out of this season and like knowing that once you get your degree, like you are free and you are able to spread your wings and fly and so I think it was just like me taking it day by day and just knowing that the end will come and in those moments when you're not feeling motivated just give yourself grace and know that we all are going through that collectively like everyone I'm sure that is near the end of college um, is going through it that exact same feeling collectively so leaning on other people but yeah, just staying motivated by planning for the future and being excited about what's ahead instead of dreading what you're dealing with right now is really the best advice I can give. So the next question I got was, what was your most challenging class? And I'll say two classes that were really challenging because they were challenging for different reasons. One was accounting. (laughs) I hated accounting class. It was awful. I could never be an accountant. I don't know what a balance sheet is and I don't really care what a balance sheet is and it was just awful and it's not even that I'm bad at math. It's just that accounting is like the stupidest math I've ever heard of. So if you are an accountant or an accounting major, I'm sorry, but I will never be on your level because that just sounds like the most painful career possible. So I hated that class. And another one that I didn't hate the class, but it was challenging was my capstone class, which is like my senior project class. And it was challenging for two reasons. One, because it was a two-part class, meaning I took it for all of senior year. I took the first semester, the first semester of senior year, and then the second class, the second semester of senior year. So the fact that I had to do one project for nine months was just unbearable and the second thing was that it really was just rigorous like it was the most intensive class I've ever taken and design classes can be extremely intensive but it was so much work inside and outside of class that I do not wish that pain upon anybody else so if you're about to take your capstone or you can relate to your capstone like we're in this together it was awful but I made it through And I'm really proud of like what I created out of it. So I guess, you know, something good came out of it. But in the moment, I literally thought I was going to die. All right. The next question that I got was, what was my favorite memory in college? And I actually had to think about this a lot before I recorded this podcast because I was like, what distinct memories do I have from college and like what was the greatest part about them and I downloaded Snapchat again so I don't really use Snapchat at all anymore it's kind of a distraction for me and it's kind of pointless Um, I could go on a rant about Snapchat for days but I don't use Snapchat but I re-downloaded it just to look at my memories because there was a point in college especially the first two or three years where I used it all the time and it was you know part of just you know, my day-to-day life and I have lots of memories saved. And so I went through all those memories and some of them were really sad and some of them were really nostalgic. And it was definitely hard for me to go through that because I have gone through so much in college, but two things really stood out to me. I'm sorry, I'm giving you two answers for everything, but I wanted to share. One is just kind of universal that there is just something that hits different about a pregame before a date event. Um, If you're in a sorority or were in a sorority, you probably relate, or even a fraternity if you're a guy, um, 
there's just something about like before you go to the event everyone's dressed up everyone looks so good everyone's having so much fun the music is blasting you're being social you're with your date you're meeting other people's dates you're talking with your girlfriends like it's just such a vibe like you guys if you have not ever been to a pregame before even if it's not a date event but some like fancy event where everyone's dressed up and everyone just looks so hot like there's just something that hits different about that. So all of those, I, I distinctly remember a couple of them where I was just like so happy in the moment. So that really hit. And then another one of my favorite memories was actually when I was in an Uber coming home from 6th Street, which is like our bar district in Austin. And I was coming home from 6th Street and I get in the Uber and I was with um, one of my girlfriends and I remember like talking to the uber driver as he was driving me home it was only like a 10 minute drive home and out of nowhere he just pulls a dog out of his car and or like out of his lap in the car and it's just like a chihuahua and he just hands it to us and we're like it's like two in the morning we're tired and we're just like what the heck is this chihuahua but the chihuahua was so cute so fun and I just like very distinctly remember like I was in awe that this man just like pulled a chihuahua out of nowhere on my way home from the bar so um that was fun I think that was like sophomore year of college um so that was a really good memory I'll never forget that one I found that one in my snapchat memories too I was like oh my gosh that was such a good memory and then the last thing I am going to wrap up with, and I feel like this is the best one, is what is the biggest lesson that I learned in college? And I feel like this is something that changes all the time, but now that I have fully completed college and I can reflect on every single aspect of it, I think the biggest lesson I've learned is just to throw away the conventional path. And I've been reflecting on this a lot recently about how like when I was going to college, like I just kind of accepted what was expected of me and I just did that because it was what was expected of me. And I just realized like as I grew up, as I started working, as I started, you know, coming into my own and being confident about my own plans, regardless of what anybody else thinks, like it is the best moment to figure out what you want to do and realize it's unconventional and do it anyway and so just throwing away that un or that conventional path is really key to not only like personal growth but to believing in yourself like I remember when I decided I wanted to go to New York like a year ago I feel like is probably how long I've been talking about it I had a lot of people who were doubters. I had a lot of people who told me it was a terrible idea. A lot of people who told me it was financially going to ruin me. I had so many people that were just not supportive. Some of even the closest people to me. And it was just so devastating. But as I believed in myself and decided that I was going to take the unconventional path and I was going to do it regardless of what anybody else has, what anybody else thinks about it, I have just really reaped all the benefits of that faith in myself and belief that no matter what I want, I can go out there and get it. So if you are at any point in your life and you feel trapped by people's expectations of you or trapped by doing what society expects of you, just know that that is going to be your biggest downfall. And 
just accepting that it's okay to take an unconventional path, whether that be not even going to college at all, whether that be moving across the country with $30 to your name, you know, whatever is pulling at your heart, like be willing to go out on a limb and do it regardless of the consequences, regardless of what other people think, if you really want to do it, because that will, you know, reap the biggest reward. So risk returns rewards, like always, always, always. And I will always you know, shout that from the rooftops forever. Um, So yeah, that was definitely my biggest lesson that I've learned in college. All right, you guys. So that is it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I really feel like I took a trip down memory lane and it was really nostalgic. And now I'm kind of like sad because it's so bittersweet just leaving my hometown, leaving the life that I've known for years and just like being okay with everything changing. And so Yeah, I'm sure I'll probably listen back to this. Well, of course, I have to listen back to it because I have to edit it. But like when I listen back to this another time, because sometimes I just like to go back and be like, what was Kelsey thinking like a year ago? I'm sure I'll look back on this and like really feel like so fondly about this time in my life, knowing that like everything happened for such a beautiful, beautiful reason. And I'm so excited to see what happens next. And you guys are along for the ride because I got the job, baby. So let me know if you guys want a podcast about my advice for job searching. I would love to share what I've learned and talk to you guys just about how I got my job, especially getting a job in another state when I'm not there yet. That has been a huge blocker. So let me know if you guys want to hear that. But that is all I got. I love you guys and I'll see y'all next Wednesday. Bye.